Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You shoot a 300 blackout into her head, causing her death. Mr. Griffin, I didn't shoot my wife or my son anytime, ever. Is that story not crazy? That's a little bit of the Alex Murdoch murder trial going on this week. I started watching that Netflix documentary yesterday. And I, even though I've been following the story for a few years now, it's still the details blow me away when I hear about them. And then, of course, following along with what's been happening this week. That's just one of several big stories out of the U.S. this week. So we thought, let's get a big wrap up of everything that is going on down there. So, of course, we're turning to Reggie Giacchini, our Washington correspondent for Global News. Hello, Reggie. Good morning. Now, are you tired of talking about this story? Uh, no. I, I, look, America loves its trials of the century. They just seem they sure to come do. a little more frequently. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of trials of the century. This certainly seems like one. It's getting a lot of coverage. It, and I think it's just it's a family dynamic, right? I think there's something about this case, isn't it, that just fascinates people? Well, I mean, look, there's a lot of different avenues that this case kind of keeps walking down. Number one, it's a prominent um, uh, legal family from South Carolina uh, that was involved uh, in a family matter where somebody died on a boat, where a second incident had to do uh, with charges against the son, where the father finds himself facing financial crime charges for the business that he worked for, which then ties into the case that is now before the public right now linked to the death of his family. Uh, this is a big trial. I understand why there are so many people that are interested and invested into it because it has been stretching for several years now and new things keep coming to light. It is crazy. Do you get the sense that this is captivating a lot of Americans? Absolutely. I mean, look, every single morning, every single American network has this in their kind of, you know, A block lead uh, first few stories. And this has been something that has been going on for weeks and weeks. And we I mean, look, the trial has been going on for roughly about a month now, and there hasn't been a day that's gone by that there hasn't been something new that has come up, including what happened yesterday when Alex Murdoch took the stand for the first time uh, and was being grilled through the end of the day by uh, by prosecutors. Um, this is it. This is captivating Americans. It is captivating the media. Uh, and there is a genuine interest to find out what is going to happen. Okay, so we're still following that. Uh, there's other things for us to talk about this morning out of the U.S. as well. Uh, it's sad to hear about Jimmy Carter this week. Has there been a lot of discussion about former President Jimmy Carter? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, this is the oldest surviving president. Uh, it is also the oldest surviving president who has been out of office for more than four decades and still finds his name uh, in a better light now than where the light shone when he was actually in office. Uh, he entered hospice. Uh, this was announced uh, just towards uh, the end of last week or into last weekend. Uh, he's 98 years old. This is a man who has a political history that doesn't stretch very far, some time in Georgia government, some time in the federal government, uh, and then a significant amount of time working uh, to kind of broker peace around the world while dealing with the kind of crisis that impacts the average person with his work with Habitat for Humanity. This is somebody where there is a long life lived. There are a lot of stories out there that are coming out, including some connections to Canada. Um, 
it's just it's a moment that the United States obviously doesn't go through very often when you have this long of a former president still yeah. alive, but kind of towards the end. That's so true. I think I feel like he's being more warmly remembered for his humanitarian work after his presidency as opposed to what he did during his presidency. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, especially here in Washington, there are a ton of areas in this city uh, that have been uh, provided efforts by him and the the efforts with uh, Habitat for Humanity to build houses. But I know that there have been uh, areas around Canada, including in Winnipeg, where the former president was to uh, to deal with uh, housing as well. So his work after the White House has long lived and long survived the kind of crises that yeah. he was dealing with while he was in the White House, including things to do uh, with the, the, the Iran hostage crisis and the high gas prices. Okay, well, well that's, that's a sad one for sure. Uh, and how is the United States uh, marking, how's the government anyway, marking this one-year uh, anniversary of the Russian invasion of Ukraine? Well, I mean, look, there's a, a virtual G7 meeting taking place being led by President Biden today. We are already hearing about a significant number of sanctions that are coming out amongst against hundreds of both Russian people and Russian entities in an effort to try uh, and drain the Russian war chest now that it's entering the second year. We've also uh, seen that there are going to be uh, billions of more dollars uh, provided in grants by the United States government to allow for Ukraine to continue moving forward, at least in its own economic way. So the war world is not doing anything to back down, despite the fact that there are some rumblings from within the Republican Party that they want to see this funding to Ukraine stop. There's simply not enough momentum within the Republican side, including from leadership, to stop that from happening. So here we are entering the second year. The world is not letting down. They are actually putting more pressure on Ukraine, uh, rather on Russia and on China, given that China is now trying to enter the sphere here of brokering peace while at the same time rekindling this connection they have with Moscow. Yeah, I saw that. All right, Reggie, thanks for the wrap-up. Thank you. That is Reggie Giacchini, our Global Washington correspondent, giving us a wrap-up of the biggest stories out of the U.S. this week. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.